Welcome to Vacation Mode Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin and Kyle, a married couple from New Jersey who love to travel. Each episode will take you to a new city or country. It'll be somewhere we've been or somewhere we're dying to go. We'll give you tips of what to do, where to go, where to stay, and maybe what to skip. Now pack your bags and grab your passports because it's time to get into vacation mode. Welcome back to Vacation Mode Podcast. We are on episode 11. So this week we're going to be covering one of our favorite spots, um, which Kyle has a whole entire podcast about, Disney World. Or I guess your podcast is just about Disney in general. Our podcast is just about Disney in general. But but this episode is about Disney World. Yes, and our trip to it in 2018. Yeah, so we both went together in 2018. Um, We had both been previously as well, but I didn't remember much of it. Um, I went, I think, when I was a toddler, like two years old, and then I went again in like third or fourth grade. And then I went to Disneyland when I was five. Um... So I remember a little bit of when I was in, like, fourth grade. Kyle, you went when you were, like, a senior? So I went several times. I went um, four times with my family. I think I was around seven or eight the first time I went. Then we went the second year, so I was either eight or nine at that point. And then when I got a little older, we went to, like, did two back-to-back trips again. Hmm. And then I went for my senior trip of high school. Uh, what about that was that was the last time that I went okay um yeah and then we went together in 2018 so this was an interesting trip to plan we were supposed to go in 2017 we had it all planned out we were so excited for it and then hurricanes Irma and Maria were in the area I don't remember which one or if they both impacted Disney but uh basically it was really stressful and our our flights were getting changed and stuff. Um, or maybe our flight didn't get changed, but we were just like, is it even going uh, yeah, they they to happen? Are they going to They were trying to like hold off like canceling the flight as long as possible, so we didn't know. We weren't able to cancel it until the day that we were supposed to leave. And that was, if you heard our first episode, that was the day that we were leaving to go to Niagara Falls and Toronto because we just completely changed our trip. Yeah, we, um, we wanted to go somewhere the opposite direction of the hurricane, so that way, like, we didn't want to go down south, and then the hurricanes keep moving up and then hits yeah, us again. like, if we went to North Carolina, and then, like, the hurricane comes up and hits there. Yeah, so we, we went the complete opposite direction, and you've heard all about our trip to Niagara Falls in Toronto in a previous episode, but yes, this was the trip that we're going to be discussing now, is the one that got ruined by the hurricane and was rescheduled and rebooked for September 2018. Yep, so when we went in 2018, we stayed at Pop Century, which I really liked. I think it was a great resort. It's Disney has three levels of resorts um, that they own. So there's the Value. Value, which is Pop Century Resort, Art of Animation, All-Star Music, All-Star Movies, and All-Star Sports are the Value Resorts. And then they have Moderate. Um, which, what's what's the difference? Your room's a little bit bigger and... You're a little bit bigger room, um, t- more amenities typically. Mm, more closet space or is that not until Deluxe? No, I think it has more closet space. And then Deluxe Resorts, which are like Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Contemporary... Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. So th- basically the difference with the Deluxe Resorts, you get a little bit bigger of a room again, I think. Indoor hallways. And yeah, and you get your rooms your doors are on the inside so it's like a normal hotel instead of like with the other resorts your door is on the outside like you're walking up an outdoor staircase 
outdoor hallway. Yeah, and, and, then that, into and deluxe room. resorts typically have the better dining options. All three levels have like a food court. Mm-hmm. Um, some moderates, I believe, have a sit down restaurant. Yeah. Not all of them. Like Port Orleans Riverside has a sit down restaurant, but Port Orleans French Quarter has a quick service. Has a quick service, but Riverside also has a quick service. Oh. Um, but then the deluxe resorts also, a lot of them have signature restaurants and much better, like, And, like, character down. dining. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's a lot more to offer. And then, usually at each level, the pools start to get, like, better, better. and better at each, um, tier of hotel. Yeah. And then, um, we're not going to get into it in this episode. We could always bring, um, our friend Chris on to discuss it more. But there are certain hotels on Disney property that are Disney Vacation Club only, um, and I believe they're typically, like, considered to be, like, at the same tier as a deluxe resort, but you have to be a DVC member or rent points mm-hmm. to stay there. Um, so, Caitlin and I, like she said, I'll let her go into a little bit more about Pop Century, but like we said, we stayed at Pop Century Resort, a value resort, in 2018 when we went. So, that, I believe, was my first time staying on Disney property. I don't remember when I was, like, two years old, and then when I was five years old at Disneyland my aunt lived out there so we stayed at her house I believe um and then when I went back we stayed at the Nickelodeon Resort which is now gone but this was my first time remembering staying on Disney property and I loved it it was great um Pop Century I I don't feel a need to stay at anything bigger or better like that I think that works for us however we we can talk about some like our other yeah However, Things that with, we would like want to do in the future. Yeah, but. it's not necessary for us at all to stay at anything higher, but there are some resorts and hotels that we would like we hope to stay at. Yeah. Um, or that Kyle has already stayed at. And a but. lot of it, <laughs> a lot of it depends upon the type of trip that you want to have too. Yeah. Like if you enjoy, like if you're going to spend a lot of time by the pool, because I know there are families that they do go to the parks, but they do spend a lot of time at the pool or something like that. It might be worth it to stay at a resort that has a little bit better of a pool or like a lounge area for those low key days. Yeah, for us, we knew that we were going to be on the go like all the time, um, so we were barely going to be in the room. So why not just say it? Yeah, we didn't want to go like. I feel like the All Stars are a little bit lower than Pop Century, and they're at a little bit not by much, but a little bit lower price point. Yeah, so we we like treated ourselves by doing a little bit better of yeah. a value resort well it was nice too is pop century had just recently been renovated like they had just finished renovating when we went to so it was all like fresh rooms it was all completely refreshed um so that was nice thing too for us i mean it's not as new art of animation is obviously the newest value resort but that one's on the more expensive end it's on the more expensive end because the majority of its rooms are also suites i think they only have the little mermaid area is the only area i think that has like regular rooms so Mm -hmm. if you can't get a regular room your only option there is a suite where pop century is largely just regular rooms um and the good thing too um don't they is it just in slow times that the um all stars they all share a bus or is it all the time that they share a bus i'm not sure i've I've, i only stayed there once so i don't know if they've adjusted the busing there at this point um because if that is if that is a thing like that was one of the reasons we didn't want to stay at the all stars because we didn't want to share a bus between three resorts um like to go they provide transportation for you to the parks so we wanted like a dedicated bus for our resort so we didn't have to worry about having to wait for a bus or 
um, you know, any of that. So before we get more in-depth with our show, do you want to talk about the benefits of staying on Disney property, or do you want that to no, be... No, we can go later? into that. So. so there's a lot of benefits to staying on a Disney property, um, besides the fact that you can get package deals and stuff like that, um, which does help financially um, when you're booking your trip. Um but the, also, like Caitlin said, the included transportation that they have at the resorts. Um, I think even at the value resort level, even the quick service, the food is really good and they have a lot of options. It's yeah. not just like cheeseburgers and chicken fingers and stuff like that. So they like, had a good option. At Pop Century, it was like a food court type thing. And they had, I want to say, three or four different, like, they weren't restaurants. Themed but, like yeah. stands, basically. Yeah. And they kind of like rotated. So I don't remember what they were exactly, but there were like three or four different like options types of food you could pick from yes yeah, so and it worked for us like we ate breakfast there every morning yeah that was i think I, we might have eaten dinner there one night yeah. and that's it but for the most part we only ate breakfast there and it like they had enough options that you didn't need to get the mm -hmm. same thing every day yep. like you could go and get i mean a lot of it's like pre-made like waffles and like uh scrambled eggs and stuff like that but i believe there was an omelet station like there were other like things that you can and they do. have like yogurt and granola stuff like that yeah. that's like pre-made so you the the included transportation i think is the big thing and then the theming of the resorts it doesn't feel like you're just in a regular hotel yeah. but keep in mind too that even at a value resort a value resort is probably typically like what you would consider a motel um, so the price point of staying at like Pop Century is going to be more than if you took like paid at a motel outside of Disney property. It's like, I mean, I guess it's kind of like motel-y, but it like the theming and like it is nice and clean and everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that motels can't be no, nice not, and like, clean. It's not like but... a motor lodge, but it's like, it's a, it's a neat and clean, but it's nothing fancy either is my point. Yeah. And it's probably more expensive than a comparable type of place that's not on Disney property but then you get the benefit of the included transportation the better food options and stuff like that and, when, and the theming when we went Magical Express was still a thing um it did get bought out right but isn't it going to cost money I I think so I think Hertz is going to be doing something with it or offering so their own thing but we, we had, had Magical Express we had free transportation from the airport to the hotel and then back when we had to go back to the airport and we didn't have to touch our luggage yep they they grab your luggage for you put it on the bus um, we didn't even have to go to the carousel and they bring it to your room for you um, so that was a benefit and then having the included transportation to the parks um, was another benefit the theming like Kyle said that's a benefit. Everything's Disney, so you feel kind of like you're never leaving Disney. Um, what else, Kyle? And the food that you mentioned. Yeah, those are probably the big things. And then, I mean, most Disney hotels are pretty large, so there's multiple pools and stuff like that around. And obviously, we went in 2018, so COVID wasn't a thing. So you're not going to really hear us talking too much about any restrictions. And that's because, obviously, we went before a pandemic started. Um but I, I mean, I really, really enjoyed my experience at Pop Century. Um, when I went with my family in the past, we always stayed at Moderate or Deluxe. Because um, you're bougie. It, it worked for us. Yeah. Um, but you're in the room so infrequently when you travel the way that we do. Um, and when I went on my senior trip, I stayed at All Star Sports. That's usually, I think, where like most of the senior trips 
go for high school, at least in our area, they were always at the value resorts. Yeah. So after doing that, I was like, it really has all we needed to offer. Um, That's another, like, I'll throw that tip in there now. Staying at the all-star um, hotels or resorts, whatever you want to call them, that is where a lot of, like, the school groups go, the international groups, the cheerleading, yep. like, tournaments, everything. A lot of them stay there. So you might, like... It might be a little more noisy if you stay there during yeah. those times and crowded. Um, um, so, overall, I would say we had a great experience yep. at Pop Century. Um, each building or each area of the Pop Century Resort is like a different decade. Um, I don't remember what decade. I think we stayed in the 60s. But, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That's what I was actually going to say, but I didn't remember if it was definitely the 60s. But they have, like, larger-than-life, like, there would be, like, a disco vinyl record that, like, leaned up against the whole building. Like, there was all different like stuff a, around. a Walkman, like, is it a Walkman or a Talkman? Walkman. Walkman. Yeah. Um, like, cassette player type thing. Yeah. Leaned up against the building. Like, like sang is, like, groovy yeah. and, like, there's, like, flower petals. And it all adjusts as you transition into each, like, area mm-hmm. of the resort. It changes. So... Um, Pop Century was really cool. We did not go to the main pool, but it seemed like there was always music and, like, activities going on by the main pool whenever we walked by. But there was, like, a smaller, more, I guess, not really more secluded, but, like, a smaller, less popular pool, like, right by our building. So when we went to the pool, that was where we went. We didn't feel the need to go to, like, a crowd, and not that it was crowded, but, like, a more crowded main pool. No, but Pop Century had everything that we needed. The beds were comfortable. We had a queen bed, I believe. Two queen beds. Two queen beds, but one was a Murphy bed. Yeah. So it folded up. And then it became a table. Like, when you folded it up, there was a table that came out of it. Yeah, so that was great, and we, like, kept our luggage and stuff like that on there. Or we, um, we kept both beds down, but there were some days where we came back to the room for a nap, and we were all sweaty, so we would sleep in the one bed so that we didn't get our bed that we were sleeping in at night dirty. (laughs) Yeah, so Pop Century was a, a great experience, and for the money and for what we got out of it, um, I don't see a need other than, a need I should say um, for us to go elsewhere however you know for a different experience we may choose to stay elsewhere yeah. but we you really don't need to um, in our opinion um, um, so just a couple other things that I'll talk about with our trip which we may touch on again a little later um, I don't know if it's currently available park hopper I think they're still doing the reservation system. But before the pandemic, there was park hopper tickets, which allowed you, instead of buying a ticket designated for one park per day, you could move in between the parks however you wanted. Yeah, so I mean, we would highly recommend park hopper, but again, it depends on your plans and what you want to do. Um, So what we typically did was we would pick a park to go to in the morning and pick a park to go to in the evening. So we would wake up, get ready, go to that park, do our fast passes at that park, and then we would come back to the hotel, either nap or go to the pool to relax and... We only napped, I think, once. Yeah, to, like, relax and unwind a little bit because it is a lot of walking. And then um, we would typically, like, we might shower depending on what time we were going out if it wasn't, if it was starting to turn to night. Um, we might have showered, uh, changed clothes, and we put sunscreen on again, and then we went out to a different park. We usually took our break around, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. and then, for the most part, we always went swimming to cool down and relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to the different park, spent our evening there, and then we came back. Um, so we like doing it that way. Again, it's up to you. I know some people, they go to one park, and they stay there all day long from 
open to close. Um, but we just, like, since it is so go, go, go and so much walking, we personally like to give ourselves a little bit of a break and then a nice change of scenery with the... I was going to say, I was going to ask you that. That's how I always did it with my parents. Did you like doing it that way? I like doing it that way, yeah. Is that how you would want to do it again? Yeah, if we, like, whenever we go again, that's how I would want to do it, yeah. Because I also, like, not that you get bored of a park, but I feel like half a day is enough to get in there and, like, do what you need to do. And we we went back to the same parks multiple times, obviously. And we, I mean, yeah, we repeated a lot of things, but it just splits your day up nice, and each park is different, so... So we go in, get done what we want to do, and then we go back for a break, head to a different park, get done what we want to do, and then the next day, we might end up at the same, like, one of the same parks the next day, but it's it's a change, so yeah. I I like doing it that way. Yeah, it was um, really nice, and with the, the busing and everything, that made it really, really easy, and one advantage, circling back to Pop Century, it wasn't available, it was still under construction we went, is the Skyliner is available mm-hmm. from the Pop Century and Art of Animation as well. Yeah, so, so that's like another bonus. We didn't have that at that time, um, but... And you um, probably wouldn't ride it anyway. But if we had no, it. I mean, we had no issues with the buses, but yeah, that was really nice. Um, so one morning, um, we technically, I mean, we went to a park, but one morning we weren't doing things around the park. Um, we decided that we wanted to do the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Don't give away spoilers. I'm not going to give away spoilers, but basically it's like a behind-the-scenes tour. Um, you have a tour guide that walks you around and and gives you little, like, tidbits and secrets. Um, you do go backstage, and they show you some things, like... The warehouses where, like, floats are stored for parades, and then you go into the Utilidors. Which is, like, underneath Disney, where all the underneath workers... Underneath the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, underneath Magic Kingdom, where everybody gets around. So you do get to see that. I think you have to be older than 16. I think it's 16 plus, because they don't want to ruin the magic for any yeah. young kids, so... But that was a great experience, and I would highly recommend that it. That was about $100 a person we paid for that. And you get lunch included. We went to... Pico's uh, Bill. Yep. Yeah. It was a good lunch. Um... It was a fabulous tour. I, I don't regret doing yeah. that. And, like, at first when we were talking about doing a tour, I almost thought to myself, like, am I going to miss out on, like, doing the rides and wanting to do that stuff? But you have so much time. If you go for a week and you, like, if you plan things the right way, you have plenty of time to do everything you want plus, like, uh, other things. So yeah. that that tour was great i mean it was a lot of walking i mean it's still a very exhausting thing just as if you were in the park like doing things but it just gives you a completely different perspective of everything and for us i didn't find it ruin the magic it just made me almost appreciate how much like it made me appreciate more how much goes into it to give you the experience that you get while you're there yeah so that is one tour i think it was like four hours Four, five hours something like that yeah we started at like 8 a.m and then we ended around noon i think so there's that tour and that is magic kingdom only and then there are different tours there's ones that like it's like a backstage tour of all four parks yeah, or something and like that. that one's like an all-day thing yeah. so we didn't want to give up a full day but like it was it was very well worth it yeah and the other the other like larger tours obviously i think that was like 250 a person mm-hmm. or something like that um my parents did that that one okay. the the longer one um but yeah i would definitely again i didn't do the other one so i can't say if i would recommend the other one but my parents said that their tour was incredible um but i can only personally vouch for keys to the kingdom and it was 
a great experience that we both really like like your jaw like hangs open yeah. like the whole time as you're walking through and seeing like yeah like you learn different things like even the i forget there's different colors like go away green is like a patented uh patented um disney color that they paint things that have like trees behind them and like you can't see it and then they have like a blue color as well that they like paint their warehouses and stuff so you can't like you don't notice it yeah like it you learn all these different things and like the scaling of the buildings like most buildings down main street aren't like full size i thought you weren't giving away any secrets (laughs) i mean a lot of that stuff is common knowledge but like they go into more in-depth like explaining of it like uh, for the castle they use bigger blocks at the bottom and then the like the size of the bricks get smaller as they go up so it seems a lot bigger than it actually is it's just it's like they're tricking your eyes there's so much information in it but it's so cool to like hear it and learn it and they'll like point out examples to you and be like oh you see that over there how big do you think that is and then like you get up near it and it's you're like that did not look like that at all yeah it's really cool um so i would definitely recommend the keys to the kingdom tour and then um one evening we didn't go to a park in the evening we went to disney springs so they offer a bus there as well mm-hmm. um we went there for dinner because we knew from listening to what is it is it called the Diz or Diz unplugged Dis unplugged um is the podcast or, uh, slash or on blog youtube yeah that we were very wrapped up in while planning yep so there's that and there's also disney food blog mm-hmm. um and we had heard multiple mentions of the polite pig I think Diz Unplugged didn't like it. No, I think they did. Maybe there was one person who didn't. Yeah, there was just something that they um, looked at the, they ordered like the wrong item or something so that they didn't like. Polite Pig is a barbecue restaurant, and it was so good. So we'll get more in depth with Disney Springs and stuff. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we pretty much went there for. Like we wanted to spend the night there anyway, but then like we're like, all right, we are like we need to go like, there and was, get this. That was like a dinner. That was already, like, a plan for dinner, and it did take... We were on the Disney dining plan. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, and we did the quick service plan. We'll discuss more in depth later um, the differences between the plans and what we think works best for us and give you guys the information you need to decide what works for you. But we were on the quick service dining plan, and Polite Pig was an option for quick service, so that was already decided that that was going to be a dinner one night for us so i mean we can go into the dining plan now because the next thing that we were going to talk about is like some food and drink options so oh i was going to really discuss our trip oh if you want to get more in depth go ahead (laughs) so um caitlin and i we stayed from what was it saturday to saturday yes um so we flew down um and landed around probably like around noon or something like that down in in orlando took the bus over to our resort and like we said we had um magical express so we didn't have to deal with our luggage which was really nice we got to our room um and we just had our backpack that we took our carry-on for the flight and we made sure to bring like a small thing of sunblock and like toothbrush a toothbrush and other things just in case we needed it but because we were, you don't know what time your luggage is getting delivered. Yeah, so instead of waiting, we just got ready and went to the parks. We went to Hollywood Studios the first Hollywood day. Hollywood Studios the first day, yep. We had some um, fast passes set up. Um, and we had a great time, like, right from the very beginning. Like, you get the experience. I don't, I don't know how you felt about it. I've done Magical Express before. 
but I think it's a pretty cool feeling when you come down the escalator in the Orlando International Airport, and then there's all the Disney stuff right there, and yeah. like they have like their whole designated section. Like you're like, all right, I'm here, and mm-hmm. you're not even at the parks yet. Yep. Um, and and, but it, it makes me sad because uh, Kyle's grandpa lives down in Florida, and we fly into Orlando, so we get there and we see all the Disney stuff, and then it's like, but we're not going to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the other thing that I'll say is we had the photo pass. What's is that? What it's called? Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. I'm pretty sure that's memory what it's called. maker. Oh, okay. Um, we had the memory maker too, so we started taking advantage of that immediately. And that's just like a there's like a hundred fifty dollars, and then you get all access to all the like the in park photographers instead of paying per the uh, per picture. You could just go up to any of them, get your picture taken, and you would access to And it. all of your ride photos. Yes, and all of your ride photos. So um, I don't know if that's something that Caitlin and I would do every trip. Like, I think if we did another adults-only trip, we wouldn't need it. Yeah. But, like, I would In the do future, it, like, like a family with trip. kids or, yeah. like, if grandparents, like, if we have kids and do, like, a big family trip mm-hmm. with grandparents, I think the Memory Maker would be a good investment for that. Yeah, I think it was a great value. I mean, we got it because we love Disney, first of all, and because... We don't really take a lot of pictures together. Like, Kyle hates taking pictures, so we kind of got it to, like, document our trip. And so we didn't have to worry about, like, oh, let me pull my phone out and let's take a picture here and let's do that and blah, blah, blah. Our goal in Disney and our goal on all of our trips is to, like, not use our phone, like, as like, much as we can. Like, be our phones as little as possible. Like, just enjoy where we are. So we had the Memory Maker, and we started taking advantage of Memory Maker before we even entered um, At the Hollywood entrance, Studios. Yeah, they they had, had somebody outside with, like, a topiary that they were taking pictures. Yep. Um, and we got a lot of good pictures in there. Um, Hollywood Studios was just, it's, I think of, of all the four parks, it's my third favorite. What, Animal Kingdom's last? Yeah, it, it, just because I don't think it has that many offerings. Yeah. Um, Hollywood Studios, it's fun, but I feel like it's one, it's not a full day park. It's a half day park. And absolutely. so is Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, some might even say Epcot's a half-day park with all the mm. all the construction going on. I guess so. so, but you have the countries, which take up, to me, they take up a half-day anyway. Yeah, so we spent our first day-slash-evening in um, Hollywood Studios, and we got to see, like, the live-action um, Beauty and the Beast show. Because we'll start this by saying Beauty and the Beast, well, it's not my favorite movie, but Belle is my absolute favorite princess, so I had to do anything that had Belle involved. And it was one of those trips, too, where it was, like, while we were on a, a schedule and, like, had fast passes and ideas on things that we wanted to do, I think we were still pretty, like, easygoing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you want to pop in and check? This show's about to start in five minutes. Yeah. Let's just go in there. Um, so we did that. I think we did Rock and Roller Coaster. Muppet Vision. Um, we did the Tower of Terror. Um the walk through Toy Story Land. And I think we did the Midway Mania yep. in Toy Story um land. And it was everything was just a blast. Like we We did Fantasia it was not Fantasia. Fantasmic. Fantasmic, yeah. Yeah, we ended the night with Fantasmic. It was I think one of the best ways to start off our trip. Like yep. we got the Mickey ice cream bar, like just, it worked out perfectly going to the Hollywood studios. It really started off our trip with a bang. Um and I know Caitlin wanted to go to Magic Kingdom, I think, the very because first part to see the castle. Yeah, seeing the castle, like, it's like, okay, this is Disney, like, like, when you think of Disney, you kind of think of Magic Kingdom, so I was yeah. like, I want to go there first, so I'm like, immediately, I am here. Our crowd calendar did not suggest that yeah. for that day, so though. Yeah, so we can talk about that a little bit, too. Um, 
what we did to pick where we were going when we used an online crowd ca crowd calendar i don't remember which one but you can find them there's online. a lot of them yeah um so and we looked at like okay this day it shows you all four parks and it shows you all right this is going to be the busiest park so we always picked well we first of all we picked the least busy week to go and there these are all predictions based on like the past History. seasons yeah, yeah so it's not always perfect so we picked the least busy week that it was suggested to go and then for each day um like we made a whole schedule ahead of time where we're going in the morning and where we're going in the evening so we looked at the crowd calendar for all four parks basically if it had extra magic hours in the morning we would not go there in the morning because it's going to be more busy yep. if it had extra magic hours in the evening we're avoiding that in the evening um and then and then you had to be careful too because some nights was the not so scary Halloween party yep. so that automatically eliminated if we didn't have tickets which we did do that and we'll get into that um but that automatically eliminated one park because we couldn't go there without tickets without the tickets yeah. yeah um so we we relied on the crowd calendar pretty heavily um we used it like we really planned out our trip it wasn't like we wake up and we're like, all right, what do we want to do today? No, we knew exactly what we were doing. We, I mean, we knew which parks and where yeah. we had fast passes to, but everything else was kind of like filling the gaps. Yeah. But we had a rough outline of like, this is where we're going in the morning and in the evening. And, and then... I, I feel like you have to have a schedule like that. Like, not necessarily where you're going in the evening, but you have to know which park you're going to each morning so that when you select your fast passes, yep. you know where to get them. Yeah. Um. So you kind of have to be a little more like a little more scheduled than you might normally be on a vacation yeah so the like um we just talked about our first evening was hollywood studios capped off with the phantasmic nighttime spectacular which had fireworks and um all different boats like floats basically but they were with all the characters they were boats, like floating around um Mickey gets into like a source it's sorcerer Mickey and mm -hmm. he gets into a fight um with like the dragon who, with the dragon yeah isn't it like Maleficent who yeah. turns into a dragon or yeah something was, like that I don't it, remember it was, exactly, a, it was but... a really cool show and you don't need to pay extra for it it Caitlin and I kind of I think that was kind of like a game time decision where we were just like we were like on our way out or whatever and we popped in or we may have hit one ride on the way there because we got in like one of the last people there weren't many seats yeah. left when we got there but Either way, it was still a great experience. Um, so the next day, we went to Epcot, um, met some characters, uh, tried the Beverly, which that's not there anymore, right? Uh, no, it still is. Okay. Yeah. It's what is it called? Oh no, it might it might be gone now. Actually, you're right. What's um, it called? It was like, like cool? Club, Club Station Cool or whatever, something like that. But what I saw actually. In Disney Springs, there's a Coca-Cola store, and you can pay to do the samples. Like, they have the Around the World sampler, so and it's maybe, like $15 or something like that. Maybe they did get rid of it in favor of that then. I don't know. Because um, you used to just be able to pop into the Club Cool, and yeah. you, they had the soda machines. You get a cup, and you can try whatever flavors you want. Um, and the Beverly is, like, and a widely, like, disputed um beverage there and, like some people love it some people hate it and we did not like most of the options but we did try every flavor yep um so we did a few rides we went on what is this mission space uh yeah, yeah mission space we did the green the, um there's green and orange green is the more mild um and orange is more intense caitlin has claustrophobia um, and motion sickness. and motion sickness so we did the green just to play it on the safe side because yep. it was she it was already 
a claustrophobic issue being in like the cabin for that. So we didn't want to add on the other issues. Yeah. And I think it you, wasn't were bad. you were fine with yeah. the green. Um, we probably could have tried doing the orange on another time. But I but didn't want to push it either way. But... It wasn't like a ride that we felt the need to duplicate anyway. And I've done the orange in the past. Like it's still, mm-hmm. the experience for me wasn't that much different. So it, it didn't matter. Um, so then we we did some rides. We walked around the countries. Did we do test track on that? Uh, I mean, uh, we have a picture of it. And we have the seas with Nemo. Yeah, I think we did do the seas with Nemo. What I don't just... think we did test track them, but I could be wrong. It might be later. Um, but we we walked around the countries. We got fish and chips for, I believe, lunch. Yeah, we got lunch at, in the UK pavilion. We didn't go into the Rose and Crown pub, but there's a separate... We did, like, peek in there just to see it since you, I studied abroad in England. And you said it looked like a pretty yeah. authentic, like, pub. I thought so. Um, but there was a fish and chip stand to the right. You want to tell them about the really cool thing that we saw there? The palace? Oh, the... This? Yeah. So it's like a, um... Don't mind me. Like, n- none of you know what I'm saying when I say this. But I have my phone in front of me with pictures. So, the there's a building there. It's like a red brick building. Would it be like a facade? I guess so. Um, but basically, when Kyle came to England, we like we mentioned, we went to the Hampton Court Palace, which we toured. Um, and then in Disney, which I don't think I realized until we got there, the one building, which I think it's like a soccer store on the inside or something, like a sports store. Yeah. Um, it's it's a replica of the Hampton Court yeah. Palace. So it was just kind of cool. Like they they use like all different styles of architecture that are seen throughout England and like some things are replicas of what's actually in England and it was cool seeing a place that we've actually been. Yeah. And we and we had pictures like in front of it. Like I don't know if you use that on our England post. I think I have a picture of you in front of it. But yeah, we have pictures in front of it and then we got like other pictures at the Disney one, not with us, but we did get pictures yeah. of like the Hampton Court Palace of Disney. In they were in quotes. air quotes, yeah. Um, so the fish and chips. I mean, what we were told, and what I think is like a little bit of a hack, um, if you get from the fish and chips shop, um, it's just a quick service. Um, that it's like the same as what's served in the Rose and Crown Pub at a different price point. Um, so, I mean, you're getting the same quality thing. It might just be a little bit different of a portion size, but we just got it for a quick lunch. Yeah, we split it, too. Like, yeah. uh, it wasn't like we each got our own thing. We just split it. Because for our dining plan, we had we each had two meals a day. So, we would both eat breakfast. Then for lunch, we would split a lunch, um, typically. And then for dinner, we would each eat a dinner. So you know, I forget exactly how we worked it out, but, like... You didn't always eat breakfast. Maybe that's it, yeah. I think you would just, like, use a snack credit to I get, would, like, a granola bar or something you, yeah, like that. Yeah. And then we you would, would eat, use your breakfast yep, as our lunch. As our lunch, yep. Um, so, yeah, then we just continued walking around the countries. Um, I think we made a point, maybe not that day, but just over our whole trip, to get, like, a snack or something in each country. Yeah, we we tried. I don't think we did every single one, but we we did get quite a few. Um, and we made sure to get, um, like, memory maker pictures in each country. Yep. Because they all have them, like, set up, like, to see the most scenic part of it. So we got pictures in front of everything. Um, there's tons of really neat shops throughout all the countries in Epcot. Um, I mean, there's tons of neat shops all over Disney World. But um, there's, like, specialty shops for each country, too, mm-hmm. that, like, sells. Like, in Canada, it's obviously 
all Canadian stuff, and a lot of stuff um, is like authentic or authentic styled. Um, and the employees at all the countries in Epcot are from like, like that, that country. specific country. So like, yeah, anybody working in the Canadian Pavilion, they're all from Canada. Um, so it, it's really it's really a fun experience going through all the different countries and. There's a lot, and I don't think you realized that I knew it, um, but, like, it's not like you just walk by. Like, they go back pretty deep, and there's a lot of, like, small walkways and, mm-hmm. like, pockets in each pavilion that you can go back and, like, find, like, some hidden stuff that you might not see just from the main walkway. Yeah. So, uh, that's like always each, one of my favorite things to do. Each country has, like, a ride or a show, so we did those. We walked through and did each of those. Yeah. Um, we didn't participate, but we saw the pick a pearl in Japan. Mm-hmm. We saw. People, we watched some people doing that. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. We walked through all the shops. Yep. Um, so then that afternoon slash evening, we had the tickets to the not so scary Halloween party. So yep. that was in Magic Kingdom. Um, I did make Kyle dress up. We went as Sully and Boo. Um, and basically, the benefit of doing the parties, like. I mean, they're not doing them anymore, really. They're still doing ticketed events, but they're not, like, a party. They're, like, different um, now, yeah. But the benefit was, okay, yes, we are paying to go to this party on top of what we already paid for our other tickets, but um, it's a controlled, um, what's it called? Like, it's less people, it's less crowded, so you yeah. get on more rides. You can go trick-or-treating if you want to. We didn't. Like, they have little candy stations or had little candy stations around. That's pretty for the kids. You could see how all the kids were, like, really excited to do that. Um, They have a special parade and fireworks show. Yep. Um, So, it's actually... The fireworks show is just, like, a different spin on the old Wishes show. It's It's Hollow Wishes. Wishes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the parade was really cool. And we did get on a lot of rides. I mean, because they had two parade times. So, during the one parade... The rides were pretty clear. Yeah, what was the, what was it that we read to do? It's like if you don't have kids or whatever, if you're willing to stay up later, mm-hmm. do the second parade because then a lot of the people with kids after they go to the first parade, like you'll have the whole first parade time to go on rides and mm-hmm. do stuff, and then a lot of people with young kids will then leave after that one because there's no need for them to stay for the second parade. And so they get dro- home to go back to bed earlier. Right, and then it drops down um, again, even like. It's easier to get a better spot for the second parade and everything. And we were front row for the second parade. Yeah. Um, so we did a few things. Pirates of the Caribbean. Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. We went to, like, Ariel, the Ariel ride. Um, I think that's the night that we did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes, it is. That was one of the times we were able to get Because we couldn't on... get a fast pass for it. Right. And it had the lower wait time. So we got to do that. Um, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Space Ranger Spin. Um, it's really cool going to Disney during the theme times, too. So even though we did do the um, Halloween party, all day, like, the whole time you're there, Magic Kingdom is all dressed up with the Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the jack-o'-lantern like, Mickeys or, yeah. like, on the lampposts and everything. So Christmas, they have, like, all the different Christmas trees yeah. throughout everything. So it was really cool. And you get to see, like, it still feels like Halloween time when you're there, even mm-hmm. if it's not, like, you don't go to the party. You still do get to see yeah. a lot. And I I loved that parade, the Booty You parade. I loved that. It, it was, was it was a really fun parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The music and then like the show that they like each section is like a different theme. Like they have like the gravediggers that are supposed to be from like Haunted Mansion, I guess. Yeah. Um 
and they're they're like dragging their shovels in the ground making sparks but it's like it's choreographed though it's not like they're just dragging shovels around like it's it's a show the entire parade is choreographed it's not just like all right and here comes this character all right look at them go it's like everything is choreographed that's how that's how all disney parades are but the halloween one it, it was for me it was a very special yeah. like parade it was a lot of fun and like the different sections have like different music on the um on the floats to go with them too so that's fun and a lot of this that we're talking about now too is going to play in um to a tip that we have later mm-hmm. um you can oh give, and the, give the tip now go ahead so uh, so, our, so our tip is is don't be embarrassed to do anything or feel like you're too old like oh this ride is for kids or this or show like, is for kids even like, like meeting the characters like we were two adults going together like we were in our like early mid 20s and we met any character we wanted to meet we took pictures with any of them we did what we wanted to do i think i don't think there was any point during the trip where caitlin and i were weren't either smiling or laughing yep. like have fun and be a kid like yep. just go and make the most of it do what you want to do do what makes you happy and for caitlin and i that was going to the halloween parade watching the wreck it ralph characters dressed up in their halloween costumes walk by watching you know like she said meeting the different characters throughout our trip um after the halloween parade we were on our way walking out and we had our dessert credits so we said what do you want to do oh the plaza ice cream shop is supposed to be a really good ice cream place in disney so what do we do we just stopped in and yeah. got like and big bowls of ice cream. After the parade, it was really crowded, so with everybody walking out, and leaving. So we stopped and took a little break while everyone else funneled out. Yeah, it's it's you can really do so much more in Disney um, than what people say. Like you can really make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Um, so then it looks like the next morning we went to magic kingdom again yeah because that was so at this point the only time we had been to magic kingdom was for the halloween Mm -hmm. party so we went for like an actual day or morning and um let's see i believe that was the day that we had the um yeah we had the reservation at be our guest the be our guest restaurant which is a very hard restaurant to get into so that was why we went back to magic kingdom um so yep magic kingdom splash mountain um we went to gaston's tavern we got the cinnamon roll from there and lafou's brew Mm -hmm. so the cinnamon roll i mean i think it's an average cinnamon roll but it's it was good lafou's brew that's like it's like a frozen apple juice right yeah it was it was delicious though and especially in like the florida heat it was very refreshing but it is very sweet and sugary um so you have to keep that in mind and obviously like that's not something like while it's refreshing and tastes good it's not going to be hydrating so make sure you continue to also like drink water or whatever you choose with that but it's just it's frozen apple juice with like a mango like foam or something on on top. top yeah it was really good though um and then we went to story time with Belle. And that um, one, that turned out to be, um... Like, my favorite. Yeah, that, I was gonna say, that turned into be, like, a surprise. Like, we were just going to it, but explain what happened while we were in the middle of so, it. So, the reason we had to go there was because, um, I needed to see Belle in her yellow dress, and that's the pretty much the only place you can meet her in her yellow dress unless you do, like, a character dining or something, um... You can see her in Epcot, but she's in her blue and yeah, white dress. Yeah, yep. 
So I wanted to see her in her yellow dress. So I read that that's where you can do it. So we went there. We were just planning on sitting and watching. And then they asked for volunteers in the beginning of the show. Um, or the beginning of when you get there. And uh, Kyle didn't volunteer. But he got picked to be one of her knights. Um, so then they asked, okay, does anybody like want to be a plate or a spoon or whatever like that? And Kyle gave me a look. So I volunteered. Um, so I was a plate. Um, and then come to find out like you're doing the whole thing and you're like acting like they help the kids like a kid is like chip a kid is um mrs potts like different things like that so they help the kids like okay now now go do this and go yeah but um come to find out the only way to get a picture with bell in the yellow dress is if you're in the play so i mean some parents did like throw their kids up there to like get a picture but really the only way to get a picture with her is if you're part of it so had the only Kyle, people that like threw their kids up there were it was like siblings of kids that were already in the play so yeah. they would have like a baby go up there and like take a picture with their sister who was in the play or yeah whatever. so had i not volunteered i would not have gotten the picture with her and then we would have had to do the whole thing again <laughs> um which you still wouldn't have minded no um yeah so that was i mean it was fun i mean it's I'll say it's for kids, but, like, it was still fun for us. Yeah. Um, and then we went to Jungle Cruise. We went to lunch at the Be Our Guest restaurant because um, with our dining plan, um, we could not do Be Our Guest for dinner. Um, we yeah. would, I mean, we would have had to, like, pay for it. Yeah, you could pay um, But dinner is, like, it's the hardest to get reservations for at dinner time. It's easier to get reservations for breakfast and lunch, but it's still not I easy. Say not easy. Yeah. So our options were breakfast and lunch, and we figured that we would get more bang for our buck for lunch. Yeah. Um. So and it was then, really good. Yeah, and then our friends went like the year before for their honeymoon, and they went for dinner. Um. And they had, like, really good meals. They told us about it. And then it turns out the restaurant changed their menu. They took everything that was on the dinner menu. But, or not everything. But they took things that were from the dinner menu and turned them into lunch portions. So we got the same meal as them, but for lunch. So The only thing you miss out on is the beast walks around during dinner. Yeah. And you don't get that during lunch. And that's, like, the only place you can meet the beast, really. Yeah. But they have the different themed rooms, so... There's, and it looks like Beast's Castle, like, as you're walking up to it. Yeah. It's another one of those, like, tricks to the eye, um, where it looks like it's, like, really set up there on a mountain. Yeah, you really um, liked it in there. Yeah. And then they have rooms that look like the ballroom. The West Wing. The West Wing, that, like, the Forbidden West Wing. Yeah. And everything's, like, all shredded and ripped up, like, like Beast had a, uh, a fit in there. And then they have, like, a different room. I forget what it's called. Like, maybe a garden room or something like something that. Something like that. It's not really themed, like, anything in his castle, but it's just Beauty and the Beast themed. Yeah. It's, like, um, an add-on room that I think they open up for dinner for when it gets super crowded. Yeah. And then they have, um, like, the stained glass picture of them dancing. Um, they have the rose, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to do... When we, we were able to get the reservation... I'm really happy about that. I, say, I think we ate lunch, though, at, like, 2.30 or, like, something we like that. We did whatever we had to do was, to get yeah, in there, yeah. yeah. Um, so we had braised pork, um, and it came with mashed potatoes and veggies, and it was really good. 
and then we paid for extra the um it's like two or th like three dollars a cupcake with the gray stuff yeah i think it's called like the master's cupcake or something, something. Like that. try the gray stuff it's delicious don't believe me ask the dishes so yeah in the song be our guest they sing about the gray stuff um and it's basically like cookies and cream flavor it's really good though but yeah it's really yeah. good um so that was like the main part of what we did during the day because was... like since lunch was so late we pretty much like left after lunch to go for our afternoon break like a later afternoon break yeah um and then i think it started pouring anyway uh we went back to our hotel had some dinner and then well we took a break and then had some dinner yeah and then uh, i think we did we eat dinner at our hotel that night yes okay and then we went resort hopping so we um i think you have to take a bus back to one of the parks that are on the monorail so yeah so that's that's what we did that we only resort hopped for the most part the um the three like the grand floridian polynesian and contemporary that are all on the monorail line because typically to resort hop you can't go from resort to resort you have to go from like resort to park to resort to park to resort to park yeah so it's very time consuming so and the three on the monorail are supposed to be like there's like the, the big, big three. three so to do a little bit of resort hopping and it was so rainy that night it was easy to um just do the monorail so we took a bus to a park and then i think to magic kingdom or to epcot or whatever whichever one epcot uh, yeah, because I was closer to our hotel, and then we just got on the monorail and went to those three resorts. Yep. So what did you think of the three? Do you remember them? I do, and that was my first time, I believe, stepping foot in any of them. So, I mean, I pretty much had the same thoughts as you, um, I think. I love the Polynesian. I love the theming of everything. It's beautiful. I would want to stay there on one of the bungalows. Um, Even if you couldn't get a bungalow? I would still stay yeah. there, yeah. And then... The contemporary, I feel like there's just, like, nothing special about it. It just, like, seems... I mean, the only thing special about it is that you're on the monorail, but it just kind of, like, seems it outdated. Sh it has Chef Mickey's. It's, like, it's an outdated hotel that wanted to look futuristic, I think, and it's now, like, past its time. Yeah. Um, and then the Grand Floridian, like, no offense if you stay there, just, like, our opinion... Um, it's, like, Too we fancy. don't we don't belong there. It seems a little bit, like, snooty. Um... But, I don't know, we've never actually stayed there, so we may just have, like, we can't a wrong afford impression. We can there, but, yeah. yeah, it's very, like, Victorian and... Yeah, very fancy. Very fancy, yeah. My... Smells expensive. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks expensive, it smells expensive, it tastes expensive. <laughs> I, could, I could taste it in my mouth as soon as I walked in there. But, um, we did that, and then we did also go after that to another hotel. Two hotels. Yes. We took um the monorail back to a park and then we took a bus to the port orleans um french quarter. french quarter and then walked over to port orleans riverside and now what were your thoughts on those because okay. we got to go through the lobby um and walk the grounds of both of them which is similar to what we did at the other two so other three. part of the reason we had to go to port orleans uh french quarter well that is where kyle used to stay with his family french first quarter, of all for the lack of a better term is my home resort yeah that's where he would pretty much stay when he went um but we had to go there because i needed beignets um and that's where you can get the beignets i mean i think they have them in 
They have them in the park somewhere, but they're, like, filled with chocolate, and I just wanted a regular plain old beignet. Yeah. Um, so because of the time of year, I think that the quick service restaurant also had, like, pumpkin spice beignets, mm -hmm. but we just got the regular ones, and they were good. They're Mickey-shaped. Um, and they were I... hot. Like, they were freshly made. Yeah. And I loved the grounds at French Quarter. Um... It looked like you were... I mean, I've never been to Louisiana. It made you feel like you were in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably, like, a nicer version of Louisiana, because it was, like, perfect. Um, and in the I, lobby and everything. Like, yeah. When you walked in there, like, it just had that, like, southern feel. And, like, the Mardi Gras feel. Like, it had, like, yeah. signs with the masks on it and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, um, beads and everything. So, I even said to Kyle, I said, can we can we like change resorts like we stay half the week at pop and then can we change to stay half the week here and he was like uh no um but i would love to stay there if we could afford it in the future um that's a moderate resort and then port Orleans riverside it's more of like a plantation style like yeah southern plantation it doesn't have like as much theming but i guess like i mean it's, it's, it's nice though it's nice it's just like less theming it's also bigger than French Quarter, like there's a lot more rooms, I think, at Riverside, um, and I think it does have the option to have like a little bit bigger of a room. So like, if you're with a group of like six people or something like that, I think you can get a room at Riverside that'll accommodate you, but not at French Quarter. So that's a lot of times a popular place for people to go is Riverside. But we personally like the smaller feel and the um, theming of French Quarter better. Yep. Um, so then the next day we went to Epcot in the morning. We rode test track, it looks like, met Belle in her blue dress, um, walked around the different countries and got some snacks. Like in Germany, we got the caramel, um, caramel popcorn. From, yeah, it's like from the caramel kucha. Mm -hmm. Um, and we got like the fresh caramel corn, which was very good. Mm -hmm. Um, it's... The, I would say the only downfall of the caramel corn is walking around in the heat of Disney. It does, like, get melty and, like, overly sticky and, like, chewy. Yeah. Um, but the flavor of it was probably some of the best caramel corn I've ever had. And then in the afternoon, we went to Animal Kingdom. Um, the we... Kilimanjaro safaris. Mm -hmm. We got to see lots of animals. Yeah, they were, like, every, everything was out yep. the day we went. It was great. Yep. Caitlin got scared. <laughs> so I um we went on the safari and they do this thing where they're like oh no the bridge is out like we have to go a different way so then you go a different way and they're like yeah like we have to go over this sketchy bridge that's here like I don't know if we're gonna make it and then like the bridge starts like rattling and it seems like you're gonna fall out and I like screamed and grabbed onto Kyle because I didn't realize that it was just like like that's just a thing that they do it's not like it's, <laughs> they it's fake part, you it's out. part of it. Yeah, they fake you out, and I got faked out. <laughs> right. You got a grown woman terrified. Meanwhile, the kids are laughing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we saw tons, tons of animals yeah. and got a lot of good pictures of them, too. Uh, we met Pocahontas. We went to a, what's it called, a bug's... It's tough to be a bug. Tough to be a bug. Which I don't recommend that. I mean... <laughs> Dislike. Yeah. I don't think it's it's gone now. Strong. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Strong dislike. They finally got rid of it. Um, we went into... Um, the conservation area? No, the 
Avatar. Oh, Pandora. Yeah. So we went in there, walked around. I think we did Navi River Journey. Yeah, because we... We had a fast pass for it. Did we? Okay. Um, And then we went to Yak and Yeti. Um, Yak and Yeti Quick Service. Yes. I can't tell if that was for lunch or for dinner. That was for lunch, I think. Um, Uh, No, I'm sorry. That was for dinner. We ate the Yak and Yeti for dinner that night. So... One thing that we recommend there, which, I mean, I'll just throw this in here now, even though we have a whole food section we're going to talk about, the mango pie. It's like a mini little pie that was, like, really good. Yeah, they're delicious. Um, and then I have pictures of the Port Orleans resort, so maybe we didn't do those on yeah, the same we loop. We did them a different But night. we did Expedition Everest and stuff like that, too. Yeah, so I don't know if it was that day or a different day, but Expedition Maybe Everest. It was a different day. It was dead, so we just rode it, like five times in a row yeah we did that on a few rides a few different times um so then it looks like we went back to um hollywood studios hollywood studios i got a picture with donald duck and keep in mind the day before he wore or whenever the last time we were in magic kingdom when he he wore a donald duck shirt that he got mm-hmm. for the trip because donald duck is his favorite character and we thought that Donald Duck was in Magic Kingdom. Turns out he's in Hollywood Studios. So then he was not wearing his Donald Duck shirt when he met Donald. Yeah. Unfortunately. So but we got my we got pictures. Yep. And then uh, we went to the Little Mermaid show. Um, um, Galaxy's Edge of Star Wars was still being built. So we did not get to experience that. But we did see... Um, there it w- was or is a small Star Wars section that we were able to go to and we went into the shops and we got to see like the Star Wars midday parade. Mm-hmm. We saw that a couple times, I think. It went off a few different times, yeah. Um, I got harassed by a stormtrooper. But you didn't even realize it, right? No, I didn't realize like, it. You told me about it. He said, it. freeze, citizen, and you just kept walking and you ignored him. And I'm I didn't like, know he was talking hey. to me. Um, and then I think we went to Pizza Rizzo for lunch. Is that what that is? I think so, yeah. So, it's like a Muppets-themed pizza shop. Yeah, we saw... Pizza Planet used to be. It used to be Pizza Planet, now it's Pizza Rizzo. Um, we went to the Indiana Jones stunt show, which I always liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always... I, I've done it every time I go. I don't know if you liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it all right. Kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen the movies. So No, I haven't. Yeah, so <laughs> it, that, was, that was more of a thing that I wanted to do. Um, and I think it's like a 45-minute long show... Um, but I thought I think you enjoyed it while we yeah. were there. You get to sit too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's not air conditioned, but it is covered. They have a ton of fans going, um, and it, it's entertaining. Um, so then we went back to Toy Story Land, and we had fast passes for Slinky Dog Dash, which neither of us were that like thrilled with. Like it was all right. It was just a ride. Like if if you can get a fast pass for it, I would do it again. But I would never wait like a, yeah. a long. Period it was just of time so hyped up. It was new at that point, too. Yeah. Like pretty new. Um, so then we went back to our resort. With that evening, Yeah. That evening we went to um, Disney Springs and got Polite Pig, and it was delicious. Like, I want to go back to Disney just to eat that again. Yeah. Um, um, and we really, like, we did a lot in Disney Springs. Like, we just, we not, like, We walked around lot. and went pretty much in every store. Every store that we, like, had any little bit of interest in, like, Goofy's Candy Company, and they had, like, what, what are those massive, like... They're, like, Rice Krispie Cakes. Rice Krispie Cakes, yeah, everything. We went into, like, the pin trading shop, mm-hmm. the Lego store. We went um, everywhere, yeah. Oh, we got poutine. 
Yep, we wanted to try the poutine. It was all right. I don't yeah, remember it being good. like the Ghirardelli great. cookie sundae was delicious. Yeah, there's a Ghirardelli ice cream shop, so yeah. we went in there and got some ice cream. Um, then the next morning was our tour, our Keys to the Kingdom tour. Yep, and then I think we did spend a little time in Magic Kingdom, like maybe an hour or yeah. so after the tour, and we got like pictures with Tinkerbell, who's another one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we went back to the hotel that evening. We went to Epcot. Um, Epcot. And we, we ate, in, ate Mexico. in Mexico. And that was so good. And Kyle got a frozen margarita. Um, and It was delicious. That was really good. But the, even the food, he got you got like empanadas. I got tacos. Everything was delicious. It was the quick service. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the restaurant inside the uh, temple, I guess yeah. it is. But it was the outside quick service, like taco stand or whatever. And then but before... It was, it was delicious. And we did um, Soarin'. Which, that's one of my favorite rides. Is it? Is that one of your favorite rides? One of them, yeah. yeah. It's um, a shame you didn't get to see the original one, because I think the original one was better. But it, the second one was still really good. Yeah. Uh, I know some people say they skip it, but, like, I like it. Um, especially with all the smells. I think and we then, did it a multi- couple yeah. times. And then we buy the candles that are like scented like different um, parts yeah. of the ride and everything. Um, and then that evening, my snack was a crepe from the France Pavilion because I like crepes. But that crepe was trash. Yeah, not good. It was from like the little stand where they sell like ice cream and crepes so, and stuff. Was it that or was it... Because we went during Food and Wine Festival too. Was it one of the limited time stands from I Food and Wine? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, we also did try the rainbow cheesecake at, uh, at Pop Century. Pop Century. It, it was, was pretty good. It's a yeah, cheesecake. It was good. Yeah. Um, next morning we went to Animal Kingdom. Um, we did the Lion King show. That's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Um, Flame Tree Barbecue for lunch. We split. Good, but not as good as Polite Fake. Yeah. We split a meal. Uh, we got, looks like, some Combo ribs. Platter, yeah. yeah. Uh, some chicken. Yeah. A couple sides. Beans. <laughs> um, I got, I, I think they were like a limited time thing. I got like apple fritters, like an apple fritter like apple cider donut. Donut oh, holes or donut whatever. Holes, that yeah. was really good. Um, then we got some um, Dole Whip. Yeah. We, and then in that evening we went to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios again. And that's where you got your cupcake. Yes. So that was another thing that we heard about. On the various outlets we listened to or read. Um, Unfortunately, that's like a Starbucks thing. Like, yeah. Like, I think you could only get it in Disney, but it was inside a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It's inside a Starbucks at Hollywood Studios. I don't think it's called a Starbucks. It has a different name, doesn't it? Uh, I think so, but once you go remember. inside... It, like, but it it's a Butterfinger cupcake, and it was really good. Yeah. And no, Kyle, I'm not posting a picture of it with the... Of me with the candy hanging from my chin that I didn't realize. Um... The next day, we went to Magic Kingdom. We did the Philhar Magic Show, met some princesses, um, ate a Cheshire Cattail, which we can discuss it, like yeah. when we talk about food. Um, more Dole Whip. We met some more characters, like we went through the carnival area. This was our last day. Yeah. This is like how we spent the morning before like having to get our bus to go to the airport the tragical express yeah so you met some more characters and everything did a little more rides and then we went back to the hotel and then went to the airport and came home 
Um, so that, I mean, did you have anything else to say about our trip? Um, no. Do you want to discuss, like, before, like, we'll go into things to eat and stuff like that. But, like, what were some of your favorite rides or shows? Like, what are some of your favorite things from our trip? Mm, I, I don't remember. Like, I have such a bad memory that, like, I can't remember. But, like, I mean... You say yours first, and then I'll probably, like, branch off, because I don't remember. I mean, I really like Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, we did that a few times in a row, too. And Expedition Everest. Um, you, of course, love Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain's my favorite. Um, Space Mountain was pretty fun, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked resort hopping like, and going and seeing the different resorts. I don't. I mean, those are some. Those were my favorite rides. Those like Splash Mountain, Expedition Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster. I like Tower of Terror. I like I. I don't dislike Tower of Terror, but I wouldn't put it as one of my favorites because I don't know. I like doing the story time with Bell Show. Oh, you did. I did, because that was something for you, and like I could just see like how happy you were. So that was like. Yeah. That was cool for me. And I legitimately, like, like, I almost cried. Like, when I got to meet her, I I really almost cried. <laughs> it, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. So, um, a lot of the trip I liked because I do have a good memory, and I did remember a lot about Disney and, like, knew my way around. Like, it had been years, and I still knew where things were and what to expect with things, but you didn't. So, it was kind of cool seeing you, like, for the lack of a better term, like, going through it for the first time. Yeah. So I enjoyed a lot of that and just seeing how happy and excited you were. Um, and just like we could be, like we could put all our stress behind us and we could be kids again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I know this is getting to be kind of a long episode, you're gonna, but... You're not going to do your favorite. I, I can't remember. I, I just kind of yeah. went off ears, mm-hmm. you know. Um, all right, so this is going to be one of our longer episodes, but um, we are going to talk specifically about things to eat and drink because that was one of our main focuses when we were in Disney. We had like a list of things we wanted to try. Um, so I already talked about the Be Our Guest lunch. Um, and Kyle, why don't you talk about one of your favorite food items? Uh, is it that second one on the list? Yep. The Peter Pan float. Um, it was very simple, but it is lime Dole Whip over like in a cup with Sprite. And then they put like a little red chocolate feather on top, and it is so refreshing. We and had a few delicious. of those. Yeah, yeah it, was it was so refreshing. It was really good. Um, that's one of my favorite things that we got. That's um, in Magic Kingdom over in like Fantasyland near the Peter yeah, Pan ride. That was really really good. Um, definitely, if you like lime and like if you like Sprite, it's yeah, it's excellent. Um, so we talked about Gaston's Tavern, which Gaston's Tavern it's up near um, where be our guest is. But it also has really cool theming. It looks just like his tavern from the movie. His um, chair is in there. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, the um, the chandeliers made out of, like, the... What are they called? Like, the... Antlers? Yes, antlers. I was going to say horns. Um, made out of antlers and everything. Um, so it looks just like from the movie. Um, we talked about the Yakinetti mango pie. Yakinetti is just pretty good in general, like the quick service food that we yeah, got. Yeah, their, their food was really good. But and the, the mango, mango pie, pie is, is really good. Yeah, excellent. We talked about Port Orleans French Quarter beignets, the Butterfinger cupcake, and then Dole Whip is kind of one of the, like, things that people argue over of, like, if it's good or if it's not. We liked it. So it's pineapple, like, soft serve, basically. We it's got vegan it. vegan-friendly, though. Mm-hmm. 
but we got it mixed with vanilla, vanilla ice, ice cream. cream yeah. I don't think we did that every time, but mm -mm. Um, I think we did that to kind of ease into it. And then there's... We weren't sure if we would like how strong the pineapple yeah. flavor is, so we did it to mix it, and then we started getting the pineapple only. And there's also citrus swirl, um, which that's... It's just like orange Dole Whip. Yeah, it's not really Dole Whip, though. It's more like more like frozen, like more a little bit like a slushy type texture, I think. Um, and they mix that with vanilla ice cream, yeah, too. It's, it's that refreshing. That was really good. Yeah, it was good. We um, talked about... Flame Tree Barbecue, yep. which is... Uh, it, it is very good for park food. Like, it's very good. But it was hard to, like, be super high on it after we had Polite Pig mm -hmm. beforehand. Like, if we did Flame Tree and then Polite Pig, yeah. my thoughts on Flame Tree would probably be higher. Because I know it, it is a very well-liked barbecue mm -hmm. place and one of the top suggestions in Animal Kingdom. But we had Polite Pig before that. And it's hard to, like, beat Polite Pig for barbecue. Yeah. Um... And then the Ghirardelli Ice Cream Shop in Disney Springs, that was really good. Um, Kyle, another one of your favorites, the Cheshire Cattail. Yeah, I mean, that's super simple. It's just a pastry with chocolate chips in the middle and then, like, purple and pink icing drizzled all over it. Yeah. Um, we split it that was, one day. It was simple. It was... That was on our last day. Mm. That was when it we were just good. walking around. Yeah, we had some snack credits to burn up, and that was one thing that we had seen recommendations on, so we went for it, and yeah, it was good. And then, Kyle, I don't know if you've had this next one in the parks. I think you have. I don't think I ordered it specifically, but I tried somebody's. I um, tried my mom. So I made this at home for us, Tonga Toast. So it's at Ohana, which is in the Polynesian Resort. Um, it's banana-stuffed French toast coated in cinnamon sugar. Um, and it's huge. I made it for us at home, and it was really good. Um, also at... Ohana is another like cult favorite um, pineapple bread pudding, so I don't think either one of us have that, that either. That one I haven't had. But heard great things about it. And then another thing that we wanted to get but was not in our snack plan, go ahead Kyle. Is the fresh fruit Nutella waffle from Sleepy Hollow. It's like a massive stuffed waffle with Nutella and fresh fruit and it is... It looks incredible and it's highly rated. Yeah, but we couldn't we didn't want to pay out of pocket for anything, so... When we already had the meal plan. Yeah, like, so it wasn't a snack credit because it's, it's like, too big and costs, like, too much money, so yeah. the snack credit didn't cover it, so we did not get to try it. But we saw a few of them, mm -hmm. and they looked really good. Um, and then just some things that we recommend skipping, like, sorry if some of these are your favorites, but, um, like I already said, the crepes in France, from where I got them from, trash. Um... We, like, the Navi River Journey, we did it because we had a fast pass, but I don't feel I need to do it ever again. It's just, like, a boat ride, and, I mean, we're also not fans of the Avatar movies, but... I mean, I would do it again if it wasn't a long wait or anything, but... Yeah, just sit and take a nap. <laughs> I don't need to stay awake on it. Do yeah. you? <laughs> it's just, like, a, a Disney dark ride. And then, um... It's, like, it's not bad. It's, like, it is themed really well. Like, it's yeah. very intricate. It's just, we don't have that it's much interest that in interesting that. It's not that interesting I mean, us. especially when Flights of Passage is the other ride, and Flights of Passage is really good. amazing. Yeah. Um, it's, like, hard to get excited about Navi River Journey when that's, like, right next door. Like, you, I'd rather do Flights of Passage if I'm gonna get yeah, a fast pass. the wait pass. time's always longer. Well, yeah, and I it's harder a, to get. Yeah, if it's the a fast, fa pass, if it's a fast pass, I'll, 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 I will do flights of passage over and over yeah. again yeah um 
And then Dinosaur. Go ahead and talk about that one. We did not even do that one once while we were there. It's just like you get on... I don't even remember the concept, but you're like part of this program, like something working with dinosaurs, and you're in like a buggy, and it goes through. It's just so god-awfully loud in there, and like... I just I don't enjoy it. The thing it's like a jerky ride. It's like bumpy and I don't know. It's just not a fun experience in my that, opinion. So dinosaur is one of the only things I remember. Not only things, but one of the things that I remember from our trip. And I only remember because I got scared at the end where you drop and it looks like the dinosaur's gonna eat you. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah, it's just not something that I feel worth it to me to go on. Even if there's a zero minute wait, I'd rather do something else. Um, um, the uh, last thing to skip, or unless you had more to say on that. Um, no, I, 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 but I wouldn't necessarily. You put it on the skip list. I wouldn't necessarily put it on the skip list. Okay. Well, I said renting a car, because I mean, when I went with my family, we stayed off property. We did rent a car, um, but if you're staying on Disney property, I don't think it's necessary at all. So maybe now, because now you have to park at each resort. Or pay to park at each resort but in the past you didn't have to so for resort hopping if you rented a car you could just drive straight from resort to resort and it made that like a lot easier yeah. that's why i said i wouldn't necessarily skip it like you could like take a day and like really resort hop and not have to be bothered with dealing with the buses but now they do charge you to park if you're not staying at that and you can also take an uber which is probably going to cost you less than Parking and renting a car. Mm, yeah, it depends upon surge pricing. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Caitlin has a few planning tips that she wants to go over. Some we already went over, like using the crowd calendar um, to not only figure out what time of year you're going, but also to create an itinerary of what day you go to what parks. Um, one thing that we recommend, which is not currently available, is the dining pass, or the dining plan, sorry. Um, Especially if you can get it for free. because We got it for free, I believe. Yeah, sometimes, like a couple times during the year, they'll offer it as a promotional free dining plan. Like during the least busy times of the year is when they offer it, pretty much. Typically, yeah. So we got the dining plan for free, but I would probably still even like pay for it because it would be nice to like... Not like some people are it. like, oh no, I spend more than I would typically. I All right. like, But I don't want to have to worry about like bringing money down and like dealing with paying for stuff i would like i like the idea of having it all paid for up front yeah. and being done like it yeah. makes it more all-inclusive not having to worry about like okay like we have to budget for how much food we're gonna buy and all that like it's already paid yeah. for um so the dining plan there's a couple different tiers there's like there's the quick service dining plan the regular dining plan and then the deluxe dining plan um basically, basically each tier you go up um like for quick service, our, we only had stuff to do quick service restaurants, basically. Mm -hmm. Then the regular dining plan, you can get some sit-down restaurants. Um, and then the deluxe, I think I think it's the same as the regular dining plan, but you get more credits or something like that, or like an extra snack um, or something. I don't remember exactly. I think certain sit-downs use more credits, so yeah. some of them are like a higher... Yeah, the signature restaurants are two credits per person yeah, instead of one. Yeah, so I think that one is like you get more credits to be able to do more signature or something. Yeah. So, Caitlin and I, um, we recommend if you are like us, um, and again, when we have kids, it might be different because we're, you know, you want to do, as a parent, you want to do like the character dining and stuff mm -hmm. like that with your kids. So, um, we're not knocking that at all, but as being a couple without kids and 
being more on the go, go, go side of things, the quick service is the plan that we would highly recommend. Because the food was good. You're, it's not like, there's so many quick service options. Like people always think like it's going to be chicken fingers, french hot fries, dogs. hot dogs, burgers. I don't think we ate any of that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of variety, plenty of good like quick service restaurants. I mean, there are places where you can get those things too, if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. But um, Caitlin and I wanted to get as many things done as we could in the parks. Um, so we didn't feel the need to spend an hour sitting down and eating. Probably even longer than that, but... So yeah, the quick service was the best option for us. There's plenty of variety, plenty of good food to be found. And we probably only hit the tip of the iceberg on all mm-hmm. the things that we got to experience. Um, especially if you go during Food and Wine Festival because you can use snack credits and stuff like that at the kiosks. Yeah. But um, yeah, we definitely recommend a dining plan. So either way, your expenses are covered up front regarding food. If you can get free dining plan, that is even better. Um, the next tip, which we did, again, like I said, it's not for everybody, taking a midday break. So even if you don't have kids, taking the break to just have some time to relax and unwind before you start going for the evening. Um, use it as nap time if you need it or go to the pool like we did. Um, I yeah. think it just helped it feel more like a vacation instead of like being so on the go. And- it's also nice too, like you walk so much, like either way it gets you off your feet for a little bit and even the pool, like it takes a lot of the weight off your feet. Yeah. It cools you down in the, the Florida heat. Like, it's, it was just very relaxing. And we would only go to the pool for, like, a half hour, 45 minutes or something like that. And then go shower and change. And while one of us was showering, the other would, like, lay on the bed or whatever mm-hmm. and watch TV and relax. And then, you know, you switch. And total time was maybe, like, an hour and a half that we would take a break for or whatever. But just that amount of time was enough to cool yourself down, get refreshed, and be ready to go again and the, the times that we took our breaks, like, in the, like, mid-afternoon, late afternoon, like, between, Peaky, like, one go. and two, yeah, it's when it's the hottest out. Um, I think that's when the park gets most crowded anyway, so, like, we would always take our breaks around that time. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of breaks off into another tip when you said watching TV. In the rooms, they have um, different channels. Like, they have special channels there, and there's a channel that's all of like the new um so it's all disney animated like car- cartoon shorts yeah but it's like the new newly animated ones but it's all the shorts so we would just leave that on like at all times um yeah we, we were like really embracing it but it was fun yeah and then we came home and downloaded an app to on our tv so that we could watch them at home yeah um yeah so we like doing that and uh, speaking of like comfort and stuff like that as I said, like taking the load off your feet. Why don't you get into our next tip? Because I did not follow this tip and it was a huge mistake. I um, did. Yeah. So bring multiple pairs of shoes. Don't just stick with the same shoe um, every day because your foot, like you walk differently in different shoes. It hits different areas. So, I mean, I did bring two pairs of shoes. However, They're I, just I different had... different colors of the yeah, same shoe. Exactly. So they both hit the same areas. So... If your feet hurt, if you switch to a different pair of shoe, they'll hit different areas differently, and it won't hurt as bad. I'm going to say, your feet will still hurt. <laughs> yeah, but it won't hurt as bad. different, yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely bring multiple, multiple pairs of shoes. I mean, 
as many as you can pack, but at least two. Um, we discussed the next one already. Um, we discussed actually the, the last three tips we've yep. all covered already. Um, just a reminder though, um, if it's within your budget, um, we recommend staying on Disney property because you get the benefits of the theming, transportation to the parks, and the good food options. Um, if you can, um, get the photo pass to document your vacation. We got a ton of great pictures that we wouldn't have been able to capture just by like doing selfies on our phones or anything like that. Um, you get a higher quality and some of them are like magic shots that you get where mm -hmm. they'll like, you don't see it, but you see it in, on your picture. And all the ride pictures alone, I think are worth it. Yeah. And our last one is don't be embarrassed to do anything because you're too old. Have fun, be a kid, and enjoy Disney World and what it has to offer. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sure if we thought about it even longer, we would have even more tips for you guys. But, um, hey, if you need some more Disney fun and Disney magic, head over to Disney Happy Hour with Chris and Kyle. Um, that's Kyle's podcast with one of his best friends. Um, they talk all things Disney, not even just the parks. They talk movies and TV shows uh, on Disney+. Plus. Um, but they do talk about the parks, different things happening in Disney. So go ahead and listen to them wherever you can listen to this podcast. Um, and if you have questions for Caitlin and I, ask us. Um, and we can um, try and update on the Disney Happy Hour um, some of the differences with the park now, too, during COVID. Because like Caitlin and I said, we did Park Hopper and different things. So on Disney Happy Hour, we will be covering some of the changes. Um, and you can and hear like all updates. And, yeah, so yeah. you can get that information over on that show. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, give us a follow on Instagram at Vacation Mode Podcast, where we'll post some pictures from our trip or possibly even trips if we can access our older photos um yeah mine are on amazon photos so yep. i can get them yep all right thank you guys so much for listening and we hope to hear from you if you have any questions or want to share your own experiences um have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you again soon mm -hmm.